Good evening, folks. How are we all going? <laughs> Welcome back. It is Wobbly Player Syndrome. It is episode 29. That's exciting, right? Woo! Is that reason? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Excitement! Yeah, this week's episode, this week, this month's episode is called You Push Me Too Far. Uh, and considering what uh, GW has done lately, I think it's a rather appropriate. But with me in this little rant, I mean constructed criticism of a chat show, we have Isabel. Who might have muted herself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well done. We have Mark. Safe for work, Mark. Hey, everybody. And thank you, Michael. Welcome to yourself. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> Michael has just liked right? his own stream. Can he saw what he liked. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are trying a different format um we're using uh to to record this see how it goes um but look there's four pretty pictures which is exciting how is everyone going all right yeah not too bad my messina beanie on courtesy of my niece slash also her mother my sister though her mother doesn't know yet because my niece just paid for it on her mother's card <laughs> i bought her and dinner that card and number is five 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 anyway I bought her dinner and ice cream. She bought me a beanie. It was very nice. Very good. Mark, how are you? Uh, good, good. Getting there on holidays. And what do you do on holidays, Mark? I drink beer and talk into a camera and <laughs> play computer games and Warhammer and all kinds of good stuff. Sounds like my work week. So. It looks like we've all got different sponsors tonight. So that's very exciting. Yes. Oh. Yeah. What do you do on your holidays? The same thing I do every night is... Drink piss and talk shit. <laughs> it's such a familiar Struggle story. is real. Mm. Struggle is real. Now, we normally go straight into the new releases, and I have a feeling this is going to be the start of our rant, just because of certain pre-orders that happened on Saturday. But let's ease oh, back-end all of our personal stuff. <laughs> Sorry? Let's end our back-end all of our personal stuff. Back-end personal stuff? If, if, we, if we're going to lead straight to the rant, let's do it. <laughs> Get to it. All right, Michael, lead us off with the new releases and we'll hold our rant to finished and then we'll talk about the pre-order. That pre-order. So, new releases. Uh, since the last one, we've had The War of the Spider came out, uh, which was cool, uh, which meant you got Fabius Bile, who looks pretty nifty. We also got a new Blackstone Fortress box, which has got a Zote, which is very exciting for all mm. of us really old grognards. Um... They had that new Demonifuge stuff with Ephrael Stern and that. Those were some interesting models. Uh, we got the Lord Inquisitor Kyria Draxus with the cool little shoulder dragon and stuff. Oh, I yeah. thought that's a nifty model. Yeah, she looked uh, We got some new Necrons, Luminator Seras, which I think is the old mate who's pulling that person's soul out through their head. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Again? Psychic Awakening Pariah, uh, which came with a 20th it was a 20th edition and that 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 20th anniversary edition of the the monofuge that came out uh the aos general's handbook for this year came out uh blood bowl released plastic box sets of mixed teams which was interesting and there was a new spike journal there you go for blood bowl stuff so that pariah and then that pariah book and then they released the pre-order yes that that was the last of the psychic awakening the pariah wasn't it yeah. yeah, thank Christ for that. I mean, good. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's been that bad. I've oh, I've just... kind of liked the Psychic Awakening. It's been a bit interrupted 
yeah. because of everything that's been going on. Because of 2020? Yeah, it just covers it all, really, doesn't mm. it? Why? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> Good point. Victoria's shooting the bed. Long. That's what's happening. <laughs> Oh, poor Victoria. Uh, Seriously, I am very sorry uh, for Victoria. Yeah, it's I'm not feeling good. for you, and I'm very worried about the rest of Australia at this point. Yeah. yeah. So, back to Pariah. I was excited when I didn't realise Inquisitors were going to be in the Pariah book. I went, yeah, exciting! And then I read it, and they're exactly rule for rule, word for word, as it is before the Pariah book. I went, ah. Well, that was exciting. Hmm. Well, you know, you got to have the rules there for people who miss that white dwarf, I guess. But it, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice when you've to been get putting cool. all of your time into the pre-order. You can't spend your time doing other things. Big thanks to Liam and Dave for the uh, likes of the stream. My words don't get any better. So <laughs> I was excited I about the Dave. The Death Guard uh, bit of the uh, Spider one, I was excited and really enjoyed. And I played a game of that since then, and it was very cool. Except I thought they also missed a lot in it too. There was no pallet hands or known Vectorum, so it was all these new ones. I went, eh. I like the whole law thing because um, having the custodes getting abducted and experimented on is, is going to lead to good things. Yeah, yeah. what could possibly go wrong with Fabius Bile getting know, all right? kinds of shenanigans? The answer is chaos no, fucking from Aris. That's the answer. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Precisely what's happening. Well, chaos custodians because they're not quite from Aris. Anyway. Well, so, yeah, but they will be chaos from Aris. They'll be the equivalent of What are we going to call the chaos primaris? I want somebody to come up with a ridiculously chaosy word for primaris. Is their name not Bruce? <laughs> Biggest dicks. It's, it's un- underwhelming, I would think, yeah. Bruce. At, that's going to cause some confusion. Yeah, it would. Well, it's better than Bob. I've got Derek in the Death Guard, so I kind of have a Bruce as well. <laughs> Bruce the Obliterator. <laughs> All right, let's go. Saturday last week, the 11th of this month of July. Just realised not everyone gets to listen to us live, you fools. The big build-up for 9th edition Indominus box set. Here it is. Pre-order now. You've got two weeks to pre-order. Two of them. Sold out in, what, half hour? One minute, uh, from what I heard. Yeah. So, it was... Yeah. Um, look, I think we all felt it was going to be a bit of a Sisters of Battle um, event. We were hoping we were going to be wrong. Thanks, GW, for being so faithful and predictable. Um, Consistency. <laughs> it was really sad to see the... I mean, even the really big uh, specialist stores getting only uh, 150. Yeah. Um, our local got 45 copies. Yeah, um, the, the big stores were like, yeah, we got half as many as we thought we were getting. Yeah. Not even that they asked for, that they thought they were going to get. Yeah. I didn't even get any delivered. <laughs> I thought it was funny because I was, um, was it, uh, Instagram, I think, maybe, or one of the streams of some sort that I look at, it was, sold out now! And right underneath it was, pre-order now! <laughs> Um, no. And... So it was on the Instagrams, was it? Yeah, one of them. On the internets? Yeah. The Facebook? Who knows? Several Instagrams. I, yeah, I, I do feel like that, that whole two weeks of pre-order time was pretty optimistic. I mean... 
yeah, what like... it is. Yeah. Possibly it's right. them trying to make more Running. copies so they'll have like stock well, yeah. on release so day. Our local Warhammer store have said they are getting stock for day one that aren't pre-ordered stock. Um, so, yeah, don't know. They might have another release of pre-ordering. So, I wouldn't hold your breath. Um, but I also wouldn't be jumping on eBay trying to buy one because it's going to cost you a fortune. Yeah. So are we expecting another Black Friday stampede type thing when they open up these non-pre-order well, copies? Yeah, I don't know. It was funny that the bonuses you got if you bought it from Warhammer compared to the wristband and little badge you got when you bought it from a specialist store as well. Um, it was interesting. But What did you get from GW? GW? If you ordered it from GW Online, you got a dice bag. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to Fucking that. But there were other bag. books. There were other things you could pre-order as well. You could get a measuring tool. You could get... Yeah. Uh, what was the other books? The chapter approved, which were two books. I didn't realize two books, and you bought them as a pack of two. It wasn't $70 well, each. $70 they did it with the, uh, with the last chapter approved as well. You've got the chapter approved, and then you've got the book of updated points. Or the Ministorum Field oh, yeah. Manual. So I think you Wait a second. Wasn't chapter approved supposed to be all of the new points? Well, it's, yeah. it's two chapter approves. One for all the new points, and the other one is uh, uh, maps and missions and stuff. One of them is chapter approved, and one of them is here are all the points. Like the last chapter approved, yeah. which was here is chapter approved and a second book with all the new points. This, yeah. this confuses me because I thought the whole point of chapter approved was that it was all the new points. Yeah, it, they come in. There are so many new points okay. that it's a second book yeah, that comes. Two books. Sellotape to your yeah. copy of Chapter Approved. Yeah. Chapter Approved is all the erratas and shit and the new missions. And then there's a second book for just the points. Points for every unit in the game. So yeah. it had to be a separate book. It's just Chapter Approved yeah. and also much Chapter Approved. Correct. Yeah. Part one, part two. Com. And you got open war yeah. cards, and there was some other stuff I can't remember. Oh, you got maps. Uh, there was uh, a there was a crusade journal. There was oh, the yes. Battlezone Manufactorum. The there was an objective set. There was a forty k branded carry case with the new logo on it. Uh, and they the released four the new paints. <laughs> I saw that as idea. well. We could pre-order In those chapter well. approved, there was paint. Yeah. No, this is as part of the new pre-orders. And don't forget uh, they the re- big announcement for the app. Ah, oh, the app. That's See, definitely this a thing. Feels like it's going I to be love a those episode. comments. They were. <laughs> uh, honestly, is if there's an app, if the app actually comes, I may actually play again. So the app Never. is seven dollars a month, and you still or, have to buy your or books. Not. Yeah, it's seven dollars a month and doesn't include the codexes. You buy the codexes and basically scan your barcode in, and then so it you... unlocks the rules in the app for you. Yeah. So when you buy a book, you like. QR code into the app, and then you have that in your app. Yeah. So buying the app just means you have the app. And the the uh, the the comments went mental. Mm. Seven dollars. Yeah. Essentially, you actually you're pay paying... for another codex in like four months. You are paying yes. well, seven dollars a month. Maybe not. Essentially maybe maybe more like eight builder. months. I think the seven dollars a month gets you access to the the it's army the builder. builder. That's what you're paying for. Seven dollars. I already builder. fucking have Notepad on my computer, so I don't you, need that. You don't have to pay for the app if you're inserting your book into it. That's the free part. Yeah, there is a free, free version of the app as well. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. 
And that's where yeah, you, put your, you buy your book and you put the code in and you access to that. And you get the core rules. If you want the full rule book. Oh, so if I'm playing $7, if I'm paying $7 a month, I get it or not? No, a, okay, let's try that again. There's a subscription model and a free model. Yes. The free yes. model, you get yes. to have the core rules, which are downloadable anyway for free. And when yeah. you buy a codex, you enter the code in and your codex is now part of that free app site. Right? If you subscribe... You will yes. have access to the full rule book. You will also get access to the army builder. And the old uh, codex. Uh, at the moment, the special is you also get every written codex in existence before the new ones are released. Which isn't a terrible deal. No. Got Excel. But if you've bought the book, the rule book, you're essentially paying $7 for an army builder. I have enough rule books to club someone to death. So. Oh, they also... So- they also mentioned that as the new codexes get released, hey, they'll chicken. be removing the eighth ones from the app. Ooh, ooh, fuck that. Yeah. No, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the biggest yeah. issue I have with they the... They mess up an... Oh, God. The biggest issue I have with the app <laughs> is the price point. If it was, say, a couple of dollars, maybe... Maybe. It was a dollar. If it was a dollar a month, it'd yeah. be a steal. Yes. As it stands, I don't even, want Vader no. rolling into the room saying we have changed the terms of the agreement. If, even if it's you know, seven dollars a month, if they provided full access to every goddamn rule as it's released, whatever freaking yeah. codec, if you're was, on the subscription, yeah. you're paying seven dollars. Even if it was fifteen dollars a month. That's if, ridiculous. If you got the books but and stuff, yeah. if you got every book, people would do it. I'd do it. If you, if I was yeah. a player. essentially replace the codex approved, the you know the rules, the erratas, and made live rule books and stuff like that, bargain. But the fact well, that I'm going to pay eighty four dollars a year and then buy a seventy dollar chapter approved book, aren't the electronic copies that you get from GW of the rule aren't they live? I thought they automatically updated. I mean, I've never bought no. a PDF of GW, but I thought that was the point. No. That you they pay the oh. $5 less so, so you can have it in your tablet instead of carrying around a book. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's... If they were live, $7 a month doesn't seem so bad because $84 a year as opposed to buying Chapter Improve every year plus a build armor builder, that would work. Yeah, like if if it could kind of replace buying chapter approved to yeah. get all those updated points values, that'd be great. I mean, the fucking AOS book did the fucking AOS app, which was free at launch, was live. Yeah, you got all of those free rules, and they automatically updated as you went. Because the number of times I was learning when I was learning AOS, I'd bring it up and I'm like, oh, my units do different fucking things now. Because <laughs> when it first came out, they kept changing all the special rules. Yeah, and that was live, and that was free. <laughs> yeah. Fuck so that's yeah. So it's needless to say like that, that uh, G Dub has uh, ticked off a few fans this week um, with the app, and 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 it leads read some of the comments, and you see someone trying to find a positive about the app, and then again shot down so quickly. It is funny, and is I don't encourage. A-P-P? Do not encourage going after positive? people online. It's just. Oh. 
Yeah. I, I would suggest people maybe read the comments for the lols, but maybe yeah. stay out of that cesspool. No, I feel no. like someone's fishing as well for it. Rule one of the internet do not read the comments. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's okay if you're not logic and truth. <laughs> it's only, only, only marginally more solid than rule 34 of the internet. So, yeah. let's go to a positive note. All right. So, last week. Um, not safe for I don't know what's Mark. in here. It's like I've got a grassy <laughs> in my to distract. Last week, uh, not safe for work. Mark and myself got uh, invited by our local Jolt Games coming down to do an unboxing of the Indominus box set, and we and were very happy. Oh, thank you very much. You can find us on our YouTube channel, uh, which is Real Loud Gamers. We'll go with that. Find us there, please. Um, yes, yeah, someone link the. Yeah, someone's going to link it. Good. I'll put it as a YouTube. As well. Where are right, we linking? So it? we did open it up. Um, so we did a. You could say it's unprofessional, but I think it's more realistic. Someone else is doing it. Cool. Um, <laughs> because we did live. Sure. Literally, we took the plastic off and you had our live reactions of it. And I got to say, those models, my God, they look very, very nice. Uh, those bikes, oh, I was arming and about White Scars Army. Oh, it's very hard. I think Mark's now arming and arming about a White Scar Army, and he's a Necron player. So, <laughs> yeah, those models were just fantastic. I'm um, I'm actually thinking of getting the frigging game just for the bikes. They are just sweet. They just really are. They they make my inner Ravenwing player very turgid. <laughs> um, so they were very nice. Uh, Someone got the link yet? No, come on. I'm getting there. <laughs> Look at this professionalism. It's on your YouTube, isn't it? It is. So, um, it's all right. I got it. Relax, buddy. All right, there's the link for all the people who are watching. Okay, so the models are just fantastic. Uh, the, both the Necrons and the Marines. The book, oh my God, that is a heavy rule book it's almost 400 pages you if you have a fight in a match of the plane and you don't like them just use the rule book to get your argument across and i mean across their head you will win it's a bit of a power <laughs> mall is it it is oh, Jesus. we picked up the box went holy crap this is heavy pull everything out where's the weight of it then oh my god i actually Thanks, saw Andy. your reaction on that <laughs> <laughs> It was, um, yeah, it's impressive, but the books, we did get to read after it and go through a bit of stuff. I've got to tell you, the Crusade rules look fantastic. It is a Necromunda 40k version, so you get your traits if you go up. And they have balanced it, so if you do get an extra trait, you're going to cost more. You're going to cost another power level, um, and it's not easy to get extra traits. Um, We're allowed to talk about it now? Um G'day, Mark. Thanks for the stream. Still like, yes, I'm talking about it because everyone else has been talking about it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the rules. No, I you, you them, a good point. And I don't I know what to... I am, and, I, and I'm not allowed to talk about it. I won't go too much detail. There you go. It was very good, and people will like it. So that uh, well, was positive. Those of us who haven't fucking looked at the rules can say what we want, yeah. I assume. We ain't signed shit, so to speak. Mine was the handshake deal. Um,. Yeah, I signed in blood. Like the funny part is, we did open it up, and yeah, this is the new ninth edition, so it's a brand new game. We open it up, and we go, oh, look, here's the miniatures, here's the books, here's some transfer sheets, here's some bases. Where's the dice? Where's my measuring stick? Where's the measuring stick? 
insert rant number two. Right, if you're going to sell a new game, this is ninth edition, new game, new rulebook, shouldn't you sell it as a shell it? Shouldn't you sell it as a complete box set? To be fair, I mean they do they do label it as a battle box, and it, it really comes across as a convert to ninth edition box, not a hey new people here's this forty Warhammer forty thousand thing. And I mean, look, the fact that it's next to fucking impossible to buy probably sells into that as well, because it shits me. I'm like, it doesn't contain what you need to play. So a new player can't buy this and play the game. Then again, a new player can't get a fucking copy. So where's the problem, I guess, right? (laughs) But that's my point. If you're a new player and they're trying to get encourage new players, you bring out a box set that gets them up and running. They did really well with 8th edition. I thought the box sets yeah. they had for the starter kits yeah. were just brilliant. The first strike I'm... one, uh, the main one, and there was one in between as well. So there was three mm. choices. Yeah. They were really good. I'm kind of hoping this is some kind of marketing clusterfuck and that after this comes out, we see those three different sized box sets oh, like we did in 8th because that was really good. Yeah, And I good. hope they redo it. So do I. Um, you can get a measuring gaming guide thing it does a five inch and two inch you can't inch. you can get a combat gauge which That's is not the same combat thing. gauge it's only 42 dollars <laughs> yeah for yeah 43 i thought but um what a bargain can measure yeah. shit. but sure. like if you need to do anything that's more than five inches away it's not doing it because it's for close combat Maybe only. that's why they made the battle top grounds smaller so you just got to get one <laughs> two three <laughs> <laughs> in <Yeah>. spider. <laughs> Can I borrow yours just to make a little train? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's cubic. Huh. Uh, so, look, for people who are lucky enough to get one, uh, pre-order in, uh, you will be pleased with the models. Hi, you can't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a car. <laughs> but I don't... I um, will travel. But it is funny because you still see online that people are... Um, I need to hit you. I'll send the Inquisition after you. <laughs> People are Me still advertising too. giveaways for it. Yeah, three box giveaways, and uh, oh, that was the funny part. It was so limited. How many could you buy at a time? Because it was limited. Three at a time because we have limited stock. What the hell? <laughs> so clearly, I want twelve. That's why I didn't buy any. Clearly, the the independent stockers thought they were getting more. <laughs> Yeah, I seem to recall seeing one be like, normally we'd let you buy six, but we got half, so it's three. Yeah, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I, look, I think the online stores, it's more that if you get every mate to get to reduce the cost in shipping. Who has twelve mates? <laughs> I you can't even legally see them right now. <laughs> Fine, mate. Yeah, I'm only on this show because I blackmailed each of you. Yeah, but mine's out in the open, so it doesn't work. Right. Okay, is that rant number two done? Are we done with that? Should we go to better, uh, hobby progress? <laughs> we should go to hobby progress. Isabel's really should. excited to say hobby progress because she's got Necromunda in the background and she wants to I just... I finally caved. Everyone. I know, I know. I finally caved. I got the artists formerly known as the Arbiters. Fucking can't remember what they're Arbiters. called. Pal- yeah. Palanite Enforcers. 
Arbots. Whatever. <laughs> and I got the corpse grinders, and I love their name, and I love the miniatures. I'm trying to get the like the focus on them, but I think the focus is on my head. <laughs> so, there we go. This was this is working. Look at this. Look how pretty they are. My looking, my looking son built both of those. To her Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. Um, yes, I'm holding a model literally on my forehead because I wanted to focus on the camera. Um, but anyway, yeah, we built some models. I built a whole bunch of scenery, and you can hear it here. There goes the um, mic. <laughs> no, no, I, I, it's, that, that's freaking not breaking. Um, I know plastic glue. It doesn't break. And so, yeah, I've caved. I've got Necromunda. We're building it. We're going to play it. And, um, yeah, I spent the rest of my money on a nose piercing. That's it. Still As the resident Necromunda enthusiast, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's very good. I'm excited. I, I took the plastic off my Necromunda box. That was all. Cool. <laughs> Mark, have you done anything? I've painted four gene stealers. Yeah, you did. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a lot of arms. I didn't, I didn't get to paint anywhere near as much as I wanted to because I ran out of paint. <laughs> but the hobby store's open, so I have paint now, so the maybe there'll be something for next month. I feel you right now. I'm out of wine. That's exactly mm. the same, too. Yeah. That was a little too close to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'm not out of beer. I'm out of... <laughs> that was terrible. Michael, what about you? Hobby? Uh, I built like 20 plus Goliaths and painted a pile of them and I've gotten onto painting my Escher so I've actually got like two painted gangs now and actually two and a half for the new Necromunda and Michael wins Hobby Progress again woo I could say something <laughs> for me you can see behind the Salamanders and the Imperial Guard just sitting there uh, I was challenged. Uh, I was going to have a game with uh, Anthony, and we were going to do Christmas Part Two, which is Salamanders versus his uh, Blood Angels. And I had, oh, I better quickly paint, so I just rushed and used the airbrush. And then, like, oh, how about we do a different game? Oh, son of a bitch! So I had to swap all those <laughs> out, and now I've got the last five miniatures of my Imperial Guard finished to paint, and then they hey. will be done and pinned. And On the pinned. plus side, you can finish painting your repulsor. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't have to rush because that was uh, taking time to put that together. It took a long time, and I still haven't finished it. It's crazy. Those repulses. I love like, that I... you were trying to do it for, in one night while we were having a to get it ready for the next morning. Session. Yeah. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I I've I I put my third one together in one night, but the third one, you know, <laughs> I'm getting good at building them. I've got another one to build in there. It's crazy. Do that in an hour. It's crazy. So you I've should I've been experimenting more with the airbrush. But I haven't actually completed anything. <laughs> which is useful. In fact, the closest I got is this Commissar, which now I'm going to show one in the camera on podcasting. Those Looks good. You can see holding his up um, red, red writing bonnet. Yep. He's holding up a Commissar she attached is... to a paint yes. handle. Which is wearing a red riding bonnet. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's the hobby <laughs> progress. Battle reports. Who's had a battle? Ooh! Ooh! Anyone else? No, not me. No, I haven't finished making the scene. No, I've only played Blood Bowl online. That's it. That's it. And how has that gone? Um, I'm winning a lot. I came second in that last league because in my last game of the league, I lost all my rolls. But I'm winning the second <laughs> league again until there's a grand final, then I'll lose that. 
perfect. <laughs> well, sounds, sounds very Blood Bowl. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's, it's very Blood Bowl. The luck of the dice. Well, I've actually had two games since our last uh, our last cast. I've had um, Katajan versus... Um, or did I? <laughs> the point was I had an onion on my belt, which was the style at the time. That was the style at the time. No, I did. I just had to put the score up. It was good. His, his Katachans fought against his salamanders. <laughs> it was the battle of Mrs. Palmer. You're welcome. It's a fight to get the shelf space. That's exactly it. <laughs> I did. I did have two games, both of them against Anthony. It was um, Death Guard um, versus his custodies, and uh, uh, it was it? It was at one point it was ten to nil his way. I'm going, fuck. <laughs> um, he did end up winning, but he did bring it back to fifteen to ten. So, I thought, oh, well, that was a bit more respectable. And I think there was about three miniatures on the table left for both armies, so it was bloody. Uh, and then I got to do the... Uh, my witches got to see the light of day again, which doesn't happen very Whoa, often. Whoa, witches! <laughs> I know, right? Against his Don't military to pestis. So it was our slow grows from last year decide to oh, duke nice. it out. I've been and listening to the Witcher books on audiobook. It's exactly the same. The same, right? Sex, Were violence, your witches, yeah. like, hanging out in wooden tubs? Yeah. With their assets floating on the water. Absolutely. Um, but that was a win for the cult. The cult actually won! Oh, nice! I know, right? So it's almost like when they don't have dumb special rules, they can do well. I know, right? It was crazy. But it was funny because, you know, it killed all of his troops and it went, I have nothing but tanks now. Ah, Shit. tanks. <laughs> the natural enemy of witches. Yes, those poison weapons. <laughs> They're very hey, bad gonna... for tanks, but you're tanks gonna... have a very strong constitution. You're yeah. going to have a hard time poisoning a tank. It is, yeah. but the... the two... It's true. The jets, they went, oh, there's a tank. Now there isn't. So it's, that, they were so, all right. <laughs> how, how about those units of old mates with blasters that I told you to build? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've all got blasters too now, yes. So that was a really good game. It's had some two really good games. And I have seen some of the other crew playing games as well. So it's not just been me. You guys need to get back into it. Um, if, and so the ladder is back in action. Not much oh, has shit. changed with it. I don't know. I'm still happened. fifth or ninth uh, or whatever you, I okay, want. Okay, so top five is me on top. Steve in second. Chris in third. Uh, he's undefeated, by the way, with his elder. Uh, oh, Steve Parker in second. Steve Hoyle in fourth. Robert in fifth. Rob is in fifth. He's still probably playing his second game he started a month ago, but he's in fifth at the yeah. moment. <laughs> but, but he has played a game, which is better than... He has played more than one game, yes. Hey, yes, that reminds he... me. I got some new Imperial Knights. I should build those. Yeah, there you go. So we are looking at starting up our weekly and monthly meet next month. So that should be good. Maybe even get the Necromunda going again. Maybe you can have too. a meat tray. Meat train. The meat raffle. All right, where, where are the corpse grinders? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to have a break, and then we're going to get to talk about um, our monthly hobby topic, which this week is <laughs> monthly one. This week is <laughs> <laughs> this week's monthly topic. <laughs> you pushed me too far, Michael. So too we're going right. to have a break from our sponsors, and we'll probably hopefully get Jolt sponsoring soon. Jolt, 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 Lewis, Lewis, Jolt. All right. 
No, nothing? Okay. <laughs> Be right back, folks. We are Rollers, and we have the games for you. Be it board games, card games, dice games, or party games. You name it, and we have it. Find us online at rollersboardgames.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rollersboardgames. From acoustic to distortion, Storyboard Concept is music that's honest, relaxing, and full ball rockin' music. Follow Colin at storyboardconcept.bandcamp.com. Run out. By the case, can you buy I'll just buy another one. I'll be back. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great time in there, Is. So, Is, we'll throw it to you. (laughs) So, this week, (laughs) this month, we are talking about about what GDAB has done right for us lately uh, and how it's impacting impacting the hobby. Step back into the room and you're all talking already. Yeah, I thought we were having a break where I could actually, like, pick squeeze and bottle some wine (laughs) (laughs) so we want to look at uh the the health of the hobby um because they've got brought out a lot of push fit easy assemble whatever you want to call them sets and uh mark thought well is that a good thing though mark tell us why you asked us that yeah because i mean all of these new starter kits and stuff are all having these push fit models and everything like that which is great for if you're just starting out and you can, you know, or chuck a model six. together in five seconds and, and and it looks good and everything like that. Um, the question that I have really for it is, is this good for our hobby? Because, um, you know, steadily shifting away uh, from multi-pose models sort of sucks the creativity out, I guess, a little bit. Um so I was just wanting to see what other people's thoughts on, are on this. Michael? Well, I I don't think that they take away from the fact, because we have multi-pose models as well. Mm. Uh, it's the starter kits that have them. And, I mean, we're getting a lot of monopose models as well that aren't push-fit. They're just monopose as well. Uh, and the, the disadvantage of those is that, you know, if you have multiple fucking apothecary, Primaris apothecaries, they look distressingly similar. But they're really, really nice models. Mm. You know, like the old multi-part captains, yes, you could build them however you wanted, but they all looked very samey anyway because they weren't a very detailed model and they weren't a great model. They just had different arms. So, so I think we need to work out so the push fit ones or the easy assembler ones, they weren't so much in the starter kits. They were actually part of. You, you know, there's a few. Oh, the Redemptor Dreadnought in the Marines. So you got a push fit version and a normal version for double the price. Um, Death Guard. I know I picked up the Mephitic Blade Haulers. They're push fit, and there's some Death Guard Terminators also push fit and stuff like that. We're not mixing yeah. up with a character that only has one option. Well, I mean, when you start talking about are they killing multi-pose, I think yeah. you need to also talk about the monopose models as well. Yeah. Because they're mm. a similar kind. They're like the halfway point between push fit and, and free form. Yeah. So I, I like the push fit ones. Um, and I'm only I base it on the ones I picked up for myself. The Mephitic Blight Haulers and the 
uh, what is he called? Felthius and his death guard, bodyguard, what is he called? Bot Let's call him Felchus. Felchus? Sure. I don't know what he's fucking called. And his Terminators, <laughs> they were good. Uh, but yeah, if I wanted to change the heavy weapon out, I can't. Well, it'll be, it will yeah. be difficult to. Um, yeah, like I actually picked up the uh, Primaris Redemptor Dreadnought mm. easy to build kit because I buy fucking everything. Uh, and it it's a really, really quick to knock out kit. Like it's so much faster to yeah. build. It's so easy. Like it, it's a great gateway drug for new players it's yeah. cheap it's easy it's got shit weapon options like it's got the worst weapon combinations but it's really cheap and quick to build i was going to use you know? that come on and and, but... and see this is where the question is because i mean if we make everything monopose and easy to build and everything like that um are we losing out or or are we making that step up to like model conversions and kit bashing and things like that harder as a result of that well, i don't think it's ever going to be like that no i look I at like i mean for starters i blame crossfit because <laughs> like push fit crossfit same shit of course they, they even rhyme with <laughs> shit anyway um no i think of lego now lego is a colossal brand we're talking like gw but times a billion and they have these kits for juniors. They call them the junior kits. They have really similar look and feel to your older kits, but they just have less pieces, larger pieces, and you can't customize them as much. But the fact is that they're getting younger builders involved in actually building rather than, you know, going to look somewhere else away from this particular hobby looking at lego rather than you know i don't know pre-built action figures and shit mm. and being able to construct it as a much younger person and getting them addicted to the plastic crack yeah. that is lego and i think this is gw's attempt to do that and i think it's genius yes. and i don't think it's replacing it it's enhancing the crack aspect which from a from a monetary perspective is brilliant for them from an access perspective it's brilliant for younger uh builders mm. and i don't think it's ever going to take away from the more expensive more customizable models that they offer us yeah um yeah i go on. sorry i think yeah i just think it's an excellent approach and yeah i don't think it's a replacement it's a it's a gateway like you said Yeah, like, I, I don't feel like it's an either-or situation. Like, currently, we've got, like, multiple different levels of complexity, you know? Uh, even with the bloody Imperial Knights, you've got multiple levels of, of complexity within the kits. Yeah. You've got all the way from the fairly static, standard knight kit, you know, through to uh, the other ones, like the little ones have got much more customization to them. And then you've got the Forge World ones where you can build the fucking knees entirely by, by however you want. Yeah. So, you know, we've got a lot of scale still. As long as I don't start taking away that range of scale from it, I think it's perfectly fine. And I'd be surprised if they did. Yeah, so I, I agree with this. The the starter kits that they've brought out are not starter kits. The push-fit kits are the great ones for the younger audience to get in, not have a fiddle. And they're still usable to play on the table as well. It's not like, here's a rubbish unit, put it together and go nuts on it. The 
Um, I want to go back to the Redemptor because he has that two option. He has the push fit or he has the full $84 one and stuff like that. But if someone wants to just jump in with an awesome looking model who doesn't know how to play the game, that base push fit one is brilliant. I bought yeah, it because it's... that's the armor, that's the weaponry I actually want. <laughs> I can't help it if you're bad, Greg. But, <laughs> like, it's just, it, it's, it doesn't have optimal guns or anything like yeah. that. It's just, it's a good all-rounder kit that's easy to build. And that's great. Yeah. This is where I tell you, you just don't know how to use them. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but no, I, 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 I do agree with that. Um, yeah, I, as I said, I just wonder whether whether if this is a harbinger um, as far as making possibly intermediate people who are thinking of getting into that green stuff or kit bashing and things like that, making that a bit harder. No, look, I think there's look, there's several types of players. You've got um, someone like uh, Anton who just loves modding everything. Um, mm. And he bought, pretty recently bought a Redemptor, but he bought the other Redemptor so he could do stuff with it. I'm not into modding. Uh, I, I do little bits in here, but overall nothing. So the push fit fits me fine. Same yeah, that, I mean... I did buy the Feltius, whatever his name is, the Death Guard guy, and I was going to change him into convert him into um, Typhus. Felt just pile. But the push fit that he is, his head has to go, is part of the back and which is so for me to cut off his head, it doesn't quite fit well and then so there are catches to Mm. the push fit. If you're looking to get a cheap model, that's GW cheap, um, you cannot expect to be able to start modifying it too much. It just won't let you. But that, I think that's the point of it, though. It's just put it on the table, get into it, play. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that does kind of bug me is how so many characters have got these very... They're incredibly dynamic, beautiful-looking models that you can't easily fuck with <laughs> because it's designed to go together in one way and all the pieces line up in such a way. It's, some of them are very hard to convert. And you could yeah. argue that that makes people less likely to convert. But it also makes it more, you know, more rewarding when you do, because it's harder and they look cooler. Yeah. As I said, I mean, like it, like someone who's massively hardcore into their conversions and everything like that. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna take a coping saw to the model and they're going to, you know, remodel the whole whole thing basically. Yeah. But the the the. And the concern that I sort of raised there was that intermediate step. Someone who's not quite at, I'm going to run my um, Bobby G through the bandsaw uh, to convert him, uh, who's not quite there, but, for instance, is looking to change out parts or or mould stuff in green stuff or something like that, just to have a bit of uniqueness. And I'd be putting my Gilliman through a bandsaw, but not to (laughs) modify him, but just... Because I can put him through oh, a bandsaw. It, 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 it would modify him, I mean. <laughs> What's that on the table? Oh, um, can I just can I just raise the history and I'm always like this because I, I, I because th- th- this was when I was part of the hobby more than I am even today. I used to modify everything, but the thing was that most of the models we received post uh oh. What, what were they the the beaky um yeah second ed 
models, and I think that might have even been first ed. Um, the beakies post those, it was lead, then aluminium, what? fixed. Yeah. <laughs> there was no mo- there, there was nothing. If you wanted to mod them, you had to get out the jeweler's saw, cut shit off, glue stuff on with super glue, plastic to metal. There was no modification, and the fact was that they were great models, not as amazing as they are today, but they were great models. And I almost feel like there's an art to the way that they create these models that makes the the modeler and the sculptor not really want to make much diversity because it's an incredible job they've done. And they must spend weeks creating this model. And it's kind of... It must be a little bit heartbreaking when people, like, modify them and turn them into something shit. (laughs) Um, Still... I think the amount of diversity and the ability to mod we have now with the major- majority plastic models or, or all plastic models is much better than it used to be, even oh, yeah. though we can complain. Yeah. Yeah, like Second Ed, where everything was monopose, bloody plastic tactical marines where you pushed the bolter oh, into God, that, that slot. Yeah. They were horrendous. You want a special weapon? So Good bad. Luck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. I used to use Space Crusade models in my army when I started. I, can tell I, just, you, I just had shit tons of beakies. The mm-hmm. Indominus box, they're not push fit. They are some beautiful looking models, which will need some assembly, but it doesn't look overly complicated. Uh, and beautiful models. Oh, and, and I'm assuming... Thing, I'm, I'm, I'm all for simplifying some of the kits because, I mean, um, some of those were horrendous. Uh, I, I mean, you guys haven't put together any of the older NIDS kits uh recently but they are horrendous um so you know i am not against the idea of making them easier to put together and everything like that it's just you know or even the new necrons with getting rid of that um green rod oh my god do you have you put necron together trying to get that green rod and then the tip and then then if you're going to paint it well you've got to make sure you don't get the green rod or paint it before you put the green ah yeah, I mean, as a non-Necron player, I like the idea, the way it sounds, but I can totally understand how much of a pain in the fucking ass those rods must have been. Yeah. Well, it'll be like the blue shields for Vansar. In the- oh, man, I hate those shields. <laughs> I hate them so much. Rant number three. <laughs> I love how they look, but I hate having to, like, paint the model and then glue the shield on. Yeah. Uh, look, and then you got the flip side where you got some boxes um, that has every accessory under the sun for it. And mm. you're going, why am I buying a squad of seven at the same price for a squad of 20? Because all the extra bits in it! But I'm yeah, not like, all the extra bits. That, that was one thing that I both liked and Jesus. hated about it's the uh, 12 weapons. The last Devastator squad. <laughs> that that I think the box comes with. Enough guns to build every single option. And it was like, that's cool, because you can build them however you want. But you can have a lot of leftover bits. Yeah, and I don't mind having bits. Um, And it was funny that, because I I actually actually put together an extra Devastator. I think all you needed was an extra torso piece, and you had enough to get a, a sixth Devastator out of the existing box. Yeah. Um, Whereas I built like a, I bought like a truckload of those. Uh, the what there was a 
for 30k box set that came with the plastic Mark III Marines. I bought heaps of those, and I had so many of them that I built several special weapon squads yeah. of just dudes with flamers and heavy bolters and plasma guns and shit. Because yeah. I, I had so many leftover guns. I used the number seven when I bought cheese. the Death Guard troops, and they come in boxes seven. I'm like, oh, really? It's the same price as a Korn Berserker? But then it has, yeah, every gun, or I can make them fully uh, decked out with uh, hand weapons instead. And I'm going, oh. Ooh, look at all these extra bits now. Ooh. See, yeah. this is where your your Slanesh models should just have all of the extra bits, and you can choose. All the extra bits of torso. All of the extra bits. Mm, I'd, I'd actually excessive. like to see some of those boxes that, that are the multi-kits. Um, Venom Thropes are another good example with Nids. Um, the box comes with enough like additional bits to make I think it's like four or five extra models but they just don't give you enough tails to actually build them <laughs> um, so what winds up happening is there's like a black market for the tails <laughs> and you can buy yeah. them at like $15 a pop or something yes um, I hear that and I just like if if I could get a box of venom throat tails for like five bucks from GW yeah, that's we sometimes wish they had a bits store. Uh, yeah, the number of uh, times they got to copy I've... Lego again. Mm. Lego's got a bits store. The number of times I've like bought one box of Cadian heavy weapons teams and then built, you know, all right, I've used the tripod. All right, now I'm going to build a bunch of guys using the missile launcher parts. Now I'm going to build some guys using the mortars. Yeah. Okay, but I've only got so many crouching legs. All right, these squads are going to be standing up with their heavy weapons. Yes, to make sure they're proud of it. Yes, look what we yes. <laughs> We have a missile launcher. Fuck this you. is my gun. Um, How do you like um, majestic las cannon. I'm going to stand up and auto Firing last cannon. I can yeah. just stand back and watch it. It's AI. <laughs> it has a remote control, motherfuckers. My... <laughs> I've got an app for that. <laughs> just stick a fucking controller in their hand yeah, and put a big smile on their face. Give him an specs. He's like, ha ha, fuck it. you. <laughs> That's it. Actually, just put an Xbox remote in his hey, hand. Hey, Victor, are we, talk... what, are we talking points today? No, we're not talking points because we haven't seen the points come out. Um, Some of us have, but we're not allowed to talk about it. To be fair, I have not seen points. I've only seen power levels. Kitten. Okay. And power levels are a bit of a joke, really. They're, um, they're 4,000. Look, we, um, we did see the points for Necromunda. We can see that the, <laughs> the, the new... Um, Data cards, they look very AOS style, limited choices of weaponry um, and stuff like that. So I, I can see that that will go that way. And that's why you, I think that's why you've seen Primaris have, don't have one, here's your weapon, but you may choose it for only one weapon other. Which, in their defense, is very 30k Legionnaire. Oh, like the, the Legionnaires it. didn't have a lot of options, they, they kind of do their thing. Oh, and I kind of like, yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, it, it helps with it helps with what you get in the box. It helps with balancing the game. It helps in all kinds of ways. Not having ten thousand different options. Yeah, it's it also means that, that normal normal old Victor. marines have a point. 
the point of normal old marines is they can take weird shit. Yeah. If you want to be restricted, you get Primaris. If you want to take weird shit, take normal marines. Yeah. Shit. Weird shit. Um, it's not weird Greg, shit, can you answer shit. Victor's question? Victor's uh, question is a pretty good one. When will I be able to talk about what's, rules and what's stuff the in more detail? I'll get back to you, sir. Um, in the we, don't, we don't have a date. When's the, <laughs> the non-disclosure is actually, what, two, A week and a half away? Two weeks away. Yeah, something okay. like that. Are we going to do a show then? We actually should. We'll try and cram one in so we're all available. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. And our battle reports will be more detailed too. Um, there are a few battle reports already out there, <laughs> but all the battle reports that are out there are using power level. I'm just putting out there. So power level, there's a big push yeah. to move away from points, more so than there was in 8th. Let's put it that way. Which is not gonna work. <laughs> oh, uh, if if they discontinue all the old marines and everything like that, I think it's um, only that, yeah the tactical marines and stuff like that have had so many choices in their units. If they no longer had that many choices in units, it will work. Look, if everything has like two options, then yeah. it works better. Yeah. But even still, like the power level just. Bugs me. Well, I can as tell an you the characters, the <laughs> characters, for the Space Marine characters and stuff like that, they were not cheap power levels. Yeah. See, the other thing is though that that with the reduced um, weapons choices, you also have a reduced range of power level that that something can that be. Also, lead like, into sorry, go on. Because because I mean, we've all seen that one thing where if you put in a standard. I don't know, Devastator Squad or something like that, yep. and then you just spec us up with everything that can possibly be added at all. And there's like a 300-point difference in the Standard squad. In yeah. 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 So when we first, and that's when they didn't have points, and they had to come out and say, oh, here's your points. That was AOS they did that, wasn't it? When AOS came out, there was no balancing method at all. Then people came up with what? using wounds, and it was just yeah. a mess. So... I'll go back to Mark just, wait, Okay, okay. Keep going, because I don't get it. Good. Uh, gotta. I'll go back. If everyone's going to get limited weapon choices, if that's the way they're going, to get that power level balance and the simplified data card, well, aren't we now going back to the kits will have less options in them? Well, I mean, it works with those much more monopose characters and stuff, yeah. because your characters can't, take i can have a thunder hammer or i can have a fucking power sword or i can have a sniper rifle you know they don't have to put all that in the kit yeah no but what will happen is they'll release separate kits that contain those things but it'll be all those things yeah like the redemptor you think interesting interesting so okay so the indominus box is coming out it has no dice so it cannot be a starter kit Cannot be claimed as a full game or a starter kit. It is just a box with a rule book and some miniatures. They call it Steve Dave. They call it Steve Dave. The book is coming out 110 bucks for the the rule book. Yes, you heard it right. (laughs) How much is the kit? I saw that it was a thing, but I didn't look at the price. Fucking hell. How much is the starter kit? Uh, No, that's just the book. The book is just 190. 290. Is box. that the special yeah. edition? Really? That, for all those that... miniatures and the book? Fuck that. By the box. 
Nah, he's he right. Like, There's none left. That's the problem. Just the core rulebook on its own is 110. I'm looking at it on the menu right now. Fuck me. That's all right. You just got to hack their site and find out where they're going and go and mug people. Anyway. It's not hard. So what they did with the 8th, they brought out the... Um, 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 what was it called? Dark Moon? What was the called? What was the last uh, one? It was... Ominous? Uh, it was... Shit, what was that set called? Come on. I think it might have been so called, was... like, Dark Millennium. We'll go it? with Dark Millennium. So it had... It had Dark Millennium, and then, you know, there was First Strike, and yeah. I think there was another one. There was First Strike was the, the Apocalypse one. box set. That came with a whole bunch of shit. No, it didn't. Just rules and tokens. Um, so there was, there was the main box that came with, you know what? Dice? Did it come with rulers? Yeah. Yes, it did. The plastic ones, the foot foot long ones. Yeah, even first strike actually had the six inch uh, yeah. measures. You know. So it had three boxes, which I, we all agree it was brilliant because you could get a starter box. No, no fear the... was the mid sized starter set. No, no fear, first strike. Do you reckon they'll do something similar? They'd want to. It was a great idea. Awesome. It was very successful. Like, it was my biggest like. This is the thing they did right about eighth edition was. That, that multiple tiers of actual starter sets that yeah. were aimed at like actual young people, so the price was reasonable for someone trying to start. Yeah. You know, fucking granny comes in the store with the kid. Oh yeah, buy this three hundred dollar box to see if you like it. Much less likely than buy this fifty dollar box and it I, gives you everything you need to know. I'm not sure, granny. You know, like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so... I think it's great because I was able to corrupt my uh, nephews and start playing forty k because I get them. Here's the first strike. Try it. <laughs> Slash cackle. So that core book on the site looks like it's the one that comes in the actual Indomitus. Yeah, set. It does. I mean, it's, I it's a damn near... I thought it was a limited edition book, that one. Nah. That's what they're classing uh, as, yeah. It's like a 400-page hardcover book. 389 pages, I believe it was. That's like 400 <laughs> it is. It's, a, well, it's about $100, dollars, hundred pages more than the previous rule book. More pages is more dollars. More fluff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I like fluff, but fuck me, that's an expensive book. Yeah. Um, no, I can't tell you that. Okay. Ah, hi, moving on. <laughs> it was Armageddon, I was thinking, not Apocalypse. Okay. Welcome back. Shut up. <laughs> I've been researching. Alright, so push fits, we're all positive for him, yes? As yep, long as it I doesn't mean, go across the out. entire phase, we still yep. have some... I think Mark's right face says it all there. He's not, he's yeah. not sold. <laughs> it's a junior's kit, just don't buy it. Buy it for your children's. No, I mean, that, it's, that's fine, that's just... I found him useful for building, uh, uh, propping up some forces. I needed some extra terminators, I got the Felthus cohort... I mean, I'm, I'm all for it for, like, for troops price. and stuff. Like, if I could get push-fit gene stealers, that would be the best. You know what? That's perfect, wouldn't it? Push-fit guards. Totally. Push fit, There's you know, no variety of gene stealers anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because no one's customising that. Push-fit necros. Actually, I've got some push-fit gene stealers. Do you want them? I was about to say, I'm pretty sure you got some, I've got some from Space Oh, the old Space, Space Hulk Hulk yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's what I've got them from. Yeah. What else? We've been talking about this. We've had our rant right at the start, and it's sort of running out of energy. <laughs> so, oh, what do I want to complain about now? <laughs> Not complain. Let's just like 
shoot the shit and drink alcohol but kill the, <laughs> oh, kill the so there's no scenery in the box set either no dice no scenery no rules yeah it's right? it's not it's, a fucking starter it's set starter it's just set. a box it's a it's a here's here's what you need to convert to uh ninth yeah yeah, yeah if you're right. already a player yeah, well, that, that's my point. If you're already a player, you probably already have an army. Those box sets are usually for people who need to get a starter kit and something to start can gaming I, with. Can I propose that perhaps oh, this Indominus box set originally, when it was conceived probably a year and a half, two years ago, because they would have been working on the rules, they would have understood the date, the release dates they were looking at, for ninth edition, they're probably trying to decide how they're going to release it, what sort of packs they were going to release to introduce ninth edition to the to the world. Then they got hit by COVID, where all their shit shut down. I and hear... perhaps they actually adjusted the contents okay. because they didn't want to have a full release yet because they couldn't keep up with what would have been demand so what we learnt when we did the um, unboxing the original pre-order date for Indominus was the 6th of June mm. it's not very fucking long since then it's not very late like so all things considered yeah. no seriously they were out for over a month and it's still shit over there either way like it's it's not quite as seriously bad dice. as the US, but it's still pretty da- it's still pretty dangerous over there. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, I, look, I I, I'm going to give them a pass on some of this shit. I think the models are unbelievable. They would just look fantastic. Um, also, if it if it had to rain in it, it'd cost as much as Dark Uprising. Yeah. Like it would be like a fucking oh, yeah. four or five hundred dollar box if it had terrain in it. True that. Fuck that was expensive. I gotta say. Yes. Uprising is a phenomenal box, but holy shit, <laughs> it's almost as much as a week's rent for me. Wow, almost. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, Friend. so plastic crack. Plastic crack. So I guess not having terrain and making it not a starter set makes it seem like better value, it'll sell more, and they don't have to put terrain in it because it's not a starter set. Oh, it was funny. I thought 290 which is a recommended. Um, I thought, oh, okay, 290 two armies, book, yeah, get yourself started up. And as soon as I found there was no dice, or even, the metric stick didn't worry me so much, but I went, oh, is it really worth that much? And that's over dice. That was the first thing that went in my head. I said, I'm paying two ninety and I'm not getting my dice. You're insane. <laughs> you're insane. If you're a new player, yes, I reckon you've got to make that decision. But you are actually insane. Hello. As someone, <laughs> as someone legally allowed to make that determination. Um, but they put a fucking dice bag as the pre-order bonus for a box that doesn't have dice in it. <laughs> what the fuck? So many dice. I've even. I think I've lost more dice than I have, and I Same. have more than enough to play this game. I I have so many dice, but See, yeah. But that was I some people's argument dice. is, um, well, we've already got dice. Why do I need more then dice? It, then again, uh, I know I bitched and whined 
about the dice that were included in the last uh, starter set because they were like 16 Lewis. mil, not 12 mil, and it made me an angry nerd. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> they can't win, can they? <laughs> no, they can't. GW will never win. We're here too loud. All right, just too loud. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. It was awesome. It was really earth-shattering, and everyone would have been impressed. God, I'm impressed. That is such a good point, Greg. I I believe the entire podcast was worth it just for that point. Yeah, we are. And I think we should come back to that again next week. I think the whole podcast would have forgotten if I played a game, really. (laughs) (laughs) I got my dice for the perfect Necromunda. (laughs) 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 So. Um, push fits. We're okay with them. Three out of four people say push fits are good. <laughs> They're okay. It's, it's better than CrossFit. I th- you think if they don't push fit, better than CrossFit. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever go and make it across the whole board. That everything becomes CrossFit. They would just lose too many of the hardcore fans who. Well, buy... we'd all be the if they made everything CrossFit. <laughs> That'd be a uh, yeah. All right, first turn, give me 20. First one finishes, gets to go first. <laughs> I'm actually into that. Yeah. So they wouldn't be able to do it because so many people buy, and Michael buys lots of kits, and a lot of people buy multiple kits of things so they can chop and change things. Oh, I need the wings of this guy. I need to get that box and stuff like that. If you started making anything push fit, it just wouldn't happen that way. Push fit like the ones... Oh, if I cut this head off, just cut his whole back off as well. That that wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Core introduction. Back on um, the younger audience, new players think they're great. For the hardcore mofo's like us, yeah, I think it's good to boost. I found them good to boost my force at a low cost, um, which is great. Uh, the new set are not push fit. They got a lot. Uh, I don't think they've got a lot of um, choice in what you're going to arm them with. I got the impression that they are monopose, if not yeah, push fit. They are monopose, mm. so it'd be interesting to see what comes out later. But I feel you'll appreciating the monopose with the fact that the data sheets will have less options. I think we will see more monopose models. We'll just see. That Mark, was my jump, it? by the way, podcast people. Didn't hear. I'm anything. cold. Mark, what do you reckon? <laughs> We're wrapping up. You haven't worked this out, people. I reckon, um, yeah, but as long as it doesn't cut out the the middling um, intermediates, it's good. Michael, what about you? I'm kind of the same. Like, I don't think they're going to get rid of the more complex stuff. I think that it's just more options and it makes the game easier and more accessible for new players. And you need new players or else everyone is like me and that'd be shit. Yeah, that would be shit. Not yeah. for GW, it wouldn't be. <laughs> Not you. Well, you like if everyone... anyway. Yeah, if, good point. If every player was like you, GW would be the largest corporation on the earth. They would. They would be like shitting in golden thrones. Yeah. Uh huh. Dead though. Uh, Psychic power. Yeah. My opinion is that I love Lego, and it feels to me just like a a, a clever move to introduce younger players to building models mm-hmm. yeah 
I think it's great too with that point there, but then they have price points for $110 for a rule book. Fuck. Or $42 for a measuring they give it tool. Take it away. Dark Uprising cost me fucking, I don't know, yeah. lots of money. And it to be fair me. though, the, uh, the core rule book is free. So. Yeah. Oh, the core, the uh, 12 page yeah. version? Yeah. 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 Could be worse. <laughs> yeah, in the old that. days, they would have charged you for that. They would have. They would have. They and did. it would be 50 bucks. <laughs> right, anyway, nice. Alexi at the Black Eye store was very excited when I bought Top Pack Uprising. I called him up and I said, Oh, have you got Dark Uprising? He's like, Yeah. Like, I'm just going to come buy one. And they're like, Okay. We're closing early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap it up. Look, if you did enjoy this, please say thank you and like us. Hi, like us. We're lovely people. If you're watching this on the Thank YouTube, you. hit that like button and hit the subscribe so you can see more. We will have more battle reports. Or if you're watching soon. us on the Facebook. If you're on the Facebook page, also hit that thumbs up. Is that what you're meant to do? And subscribe? Thumbs up, everyone. Mark, where's your thumb? Pull it out, stick it up. All right. <laughs> there we go. We get Mark doing thumbs up, means you can too. All right. You can also follow us on our uh, Twitter, which is RLG Oz Gaming. You can follow us on our Instagram, which is RLG40K. You can follow us. Facebook, if you're not watching already, is RLG40K. That's 40K. (laughs) (laughs) You can catch our gaming side of it on the RLG Real Loud Gamers. YouTube. Oh, God. How many other things we got? Someone's got another YouTube name for us, surely. What's our YouTube channel? Yeah, good. Thanks, good. Real Loud Gamers is our YouTube channel. Thanks, people. You're really helpful. It's what I do. Yeah. RLG Real Loud Gamers. Yikes. Um, you can also follow us on Twitch. Uh, today we are doing it on Red Bellies. Hello. We will try and get it back onto the Real Loud Gamers one, but today it's Red Belly. Hello. And I hope you enjoyed it. Anyone else want to say anything? Mark, you happy to, to say goodbye? That's it. Says. Isabel, you want to say goodbye? Bye, everybody. It's been awesome. I'll say goodbye. Eat Messina ice cream. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. (laughs) Don't care. It's so delicious. And I'll say goodnight. And guess who's saying goodnight to us now? Ah, push fits pushing their luck. Our monopause's boring guff. Have they pushed things too far? Is anyone surprised that we don't agree on it all? Tune in next month for more Wobbly Player Syndrome.